You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Murder in the First After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Murder in the First After Show. Not in this San Francisco, you meet <laughs> no gentle people. I feel like everybody's guilty. Welcome back, AfterBuzz TV fans. We are here with episode 7 of Murder in the First, Suck My Alibi. Here joining me in the panel... Marina. Hello. Monsi, hi. Hi guys, I'm J.B. Zimmerman. Bobby is unfortunately not with us tonight. He is out sick. We wish him well, though. Um, fear not, nice we've got alibi. With what? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah he's well, out. Where is he Touche. We're on to you, Bobby. He's really sick. Yeah, exactly. It's sounding pretty suspect, but uh, <laughs> we do have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Great episode. We started off with the suicide note. It's pretty much the whole episode was about the the trial of the suicide note. Um, kind of globally, how'd you guys feel about that episode? Just, I really liked it. Go ahead. Sorry. Do no. Dale. But I really, really like it. I think this show has come a long way. You know, we weren't very certain about it at the beginning. And I think it's the last few episodes were, were great. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, I agree. I feel like at the beginning, we weren't sure what we were going to get. It was a very wide, broad of subjects. Now we have, you know, zoned in on what's important. And I thoroughly enjoyed the episode uh that note that note that infamous note Uh-oh. exactly that note. um it's interesting because we have the note as the audience in the very beginning i mean it's the first thing even in the last episode they kind of ended on it so we've known about it for a while the prosecution though is kind of withholding it. They're sort of bogarting this note, um, not releasing it publicly. They know about it, but because they don't have the right cards to play with it, it seems like they're not ready to release it, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, you know, the defense, obviously, we don't know. It's kind of a gray area. Like, who knows about the note? Um, you know, obviously, there's going to be schools of thought that think the defense planted the note if it is a right. setup, uh, if they're trying to protect Eric uh, he's obviously the main suspect. Who is innocent. So do you think that they didn't tell anybody about the note because they were trying to figure out if it was real or not? Right. I, I mean, that's my yeah. guess for the um, prosecution. prosecution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think. I also think that they just couldn't use it in their favor in any way, shape, or form. I think that's a big thing about it. I feel like the, prosecu- the prosecution has no strong case right now. They are trying to s- make it stronger. This note was not going to help them in any way, shape, or form. So I think they were hoping it wasn't real, fearing that it was. Right, and then trying to prove everything right. that it wasn't. Exactly. Um, which, 
I mean, at the end, it seems like they did. Yeah. They, they clearly didn't are not <laughs> admit, admitting it into evidence. And yeah. it was too obvious, right? Like the timing, the the note, how it was written, the fact that it was typed, not written, really. It was just everything was too obvious that there was something wrong, and it didn't seem like a real note. Exactly. I mean, we've talked about a few different mm-hmm. things like that before. It did seem a little easy to me. I mean, it's so perfectly laid out on a silver platter. Mark Strauss is de- like he gets interrogated. It doesn't go well for him. He kills himself and confesses to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, we're only we at that point. We were only on the end of episode six. So I mean, there's got to be something to string along. We're we got to get to ten. Yeah. So. Need One some uh, some more juice in yeah. the story. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, then they kind of poke holes, um, in, in the thing. Daniels obviously wants to press on a, as much as he can. Stiletti sort of seems like he's all about himself. It was interesting to see, because he is part of the defense, mm-hmm. he seemed to be separated from the rest of the group. I mean, we had the DA kind of powwowing with everybody, the, uh, Hildy, English, um, Lieutenant Cotto. Mm-hmm. And Stiletti is sort of on the outskirts. It's almost like he's not part of that team, which is interesting. I don't know legally if they have to be separate, but that was interesting for me because I associated them sort of on the same side and to see them. Exactly. How did you guys feel about that? So you think he didn't, you think he genuinely didn't know about the note? I I definitely think Stiletti's in the dark about the note, 100%. Um, I mean, just as Jackie sort of admitted that they weren't going to bring him in because he's going to be interrogated so hard that he's probably going to give it up. Right, right. Um, yeah. And for something that big, they definitely don't want to risk anything because Daniels has got a lot of tricks up his sleeves. Yeah, that dope not man. his first He's radio. so intimidating. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like they also didn't tell him. I, I feel I just think comparing this is part of the character i'm not saying this is them as <laughs> actors but in character daniels is the much better attorney so i i do think that slutty's a little uh maybe not as um professional or as experienced that he could have accidentally said something and i i found it very interesting that he was in the dark and that made me feel like it's because they maybe don't trust him with such a big case. Maybe ba- based on experience, you know, because Daniels is such a he's such a hard person. <laughs> hard person. <laughs> hard. No, I I agree. It's it's very strange that he's in the dark about certain things, especially because you know them and the cops and detectives are on the same side. Like, why wouldn't they be changing some sort of information and trying to help each other? Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems, it seems interesting how much, I mean, with the note, it's sort of a different scenario. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it's so sensitive, they don't know if they're even going to play that card. Right. It's like, he, we he, should keep it as small as possible, like people who know about it. But, you know, further than that, it seems like they don't even talk to him at all. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. you know, That's how I you know feel. there's like no... He has no idea about this. And it's kind of like, it, what if it back backfired in his face in the middle of the trial? Like, if somebody knew, because, like we said, that note was placed by somebody, right? Whether the defense knows about it, maybe only one person knows, but somebody in the defense knows what happened. I I, I don't know who, I, I, but somebody has to know why or how that was put there. And it, let's just say it was thrown in his face in the middle of a trial. How would he mm-hmm. have handled that? So I don't know why he was kept in the dark completely. That I didn't understand, but... 
I wonder if there's some laws and rules of who he can interact with, uh, but I'm not sure. So if somebody at home yeah, absolutely. knows it, please um, tweet at us. Law, and let us, people, yeah, students, attorneys, whatever, students, fans. anyone, if you know if if they can actually talk with the detectives. Yeah. Educate let us. us. Know. Yes, please. Please, yeah. <laughs> Comment. Um, you guys can, can rate us on YouTube. Um, iTunes, definitely. It's a great way to support the show. Also, if you guys are fans, we love bringing you guys free content. We want to continue to do that. So Yeah, and we respond. We always respond exactly. to your tweets. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, I don't know. We really would have to look better into that and see if it's something that he can do or not. But I do think that it's strange that he seems to be so in the dark about certain things that could really help his case. Yeah. Right. And you would, it would seem because Daniels is so good. I mean, he's, being he knows paid. everything. Yeah, exactly. He's being paid $10 million also. Um, probably a little bit larger than Stiletti's, uh, <laughs> paycheck. He's just, just right just under that. A little bit. Just right yeah. under that. But yeah, you'd think they, I mean, the DA would want to, Help him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. interesting. I'm sure there's something that we aren't seeing, yeah. so definitely let us know, guys. Um, then we move on to putting Bill Wilkerson on the stand. Yes. Go, Bill. <laughs> um, team Bill is yes. guilty. Um, I definitely still think he's guilty. I feel like he is not the mastermind, though. He, just from what the role he is playing... He, I still think he's very guilty, even more so now, but I don't think he conjured everything up. Because he's, he is one of the people that relies on Eric for his way of life, he has no motivation in my book to sabotage Eric. Plus, it seems like they have a very close relationship. That's true. That Eric has really been helping him a lot, you know, especially with everything that is going on with his wife, uh, Bill's wife. Right. And, um, which kind of made me agree with you, but I don't know, something about his wife and when Daniel was questioning her, I was like, it could have been her. I feel like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into predictions. I know we're getting into predictions, but yeah. We'll hold off on that then. Just, if I forget, just remind me, just a a spider web. Just take (laughs) us and I'll be able to get what I want to say. The spider web. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because when they were sort of interrogating Bill, he w- let out that he, you know, got the text, um, didn't see Cindy at work, you know, went over to her house, blah, 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 told Eric, mm-hmm. and he knew about Eric's um, affair with Cindy. So it seems like he knows a lot. I mean, he knew about um, Mark Strauss. And that whole connection, he also had an affair. So I feel like there's so many ties to each other that they can't both be clean of of them themselves. Of I feel everything. like it's so messy. Like, there's no way. That's why it's so hard for us to figure out who it is, right? right. Because yeah. everybody seems guilty. <laughs> well, exactly. uh, I mean, if you knew that someone you had an affair with is having an affair with, like, your boss, it's just, like, so, like, everybody is so connected and tied to keeping everything a secret that's why i mean there's been moments where eric and and bill in in particular have kind of gone to each other and been like yeah like you know we protect each other we're like in this they seem very much so on the same team see that's that's the whole thing i was just gonna say you you think that they're getting along really well I don't think you can have an affair with the same woman and get along very well i think that there are um, maybe hurt feelings or anger 
that one of them might not be showing. I mean, Eric Blunt, he, you can't tell. He's one way one episode, another way the next episode. Mm-hmm. He's so many different types of personalities. He's crazy. So you can't, you can't rely on him. And Bill Wilkerson, I, I don't think that they're, that us seeing them get along necessarily says that they have each other's backs. I don't think so. I, I don't think that. Especially when you both are sleeping with the same woman. I definitely think they're using each other, right? You know, know your, uh, keep your enemies close kind right. of thing. And um, I think Bill is doing more so than Eric. I think, not that Eric is being naive because, you know, he's a smart guy, but he's kind of crazy and everywhere and he think he can do whatever he wants and get away with it right so i think bill is somehow playing him you know and maybe interesting you know playing the friendship card and playing being loyal to him and helping him and i could see bill you know being the killer and but trying to maneuver it to back to eric interesting yeah i mean i i thought that originally as, uh, yeah, as yeah. my He's prediction. He's maintained that from the beginning. Um, but now, I mean, the things that have come to light, I feel like they're sort of on the same plane, Bill and Eric, um, because it's it's so messy for both of them. If they were being sort of a mastermind, they should have seen these things coming and sort of sidestepped them. Bill does not look good right now. Yeah, like not at all. He is about to get divorced, probably. And, you know, like... His dirty laundry is aired out. This is like a live broadcast trial. He's not looking good. Probably not going to have a job, mm-hmm. especially if Eric Blunt goes to jail. <laughs> um, so it's, it's interesting to see that, you know, there's so much going on and, and it's not going right for either of them. That's why I feel like they're both, um, not necessarily puppets in some type of overall scheme, but both under something else. I feel like there's a bigger thing going on that we don't than know about just them. Because like you guys said I, they both seem to have each other's back. I agree that if you were if two people are having an affair with the same person, clearly they're <laughs> yeah. not, yeah. they're not yeah. going to be best buds. Right. But at the same time, if it was, you know, play nice for a little bit or go to jail for the rest of your life, they might find a way to, you know, make it work cordially. So you think they'll work together somehow. Exactly. I, I think for yeah. uh, the greater good, obviously not yeah. going to jail forever is worth pretending to be friends, if that's what it is. I but I guess we'll just have to, to keep watching. Yeah. Interesting, because with the surveillance and stuff that Bill um, let out in his in the interrogation room... Um, it seems like they have a pretty good alibi. I mean, they brought in uh, um, Jimmy Salter, mm-hmm. who is just a wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is so clean. I was, like, impressed at how well... I mean... He made it, you feel bad for asking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was right? like, whoa, this guy's got all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted. Um, it seems like he's a little almost too good for, for the whole thing. He's got everything worked out. Um, you know, he... Could potentially be a mastermind of something. But again, you know, the, the motivation doesn't seem to be there. Uh, but we we never know. He's pretty smart. I mean, he's the one person that knows how everything works, right? Because he was a detective before or used to work right. as a cop. Mm-hmm. So he knows how 
what they're thinking. He knows how their mindset works and how, how they work. So he is a great source of information for Eric. Uh, you know, whether he's the mastermind, I don't know, but he really knows how to play the cards. Exactly. It seems like he's always a step ahead with the sting operation. He knew where everybody was. He's like, come on, you guys mm-hmm. aren't even <laughs> yeah. trying now. I, I saw you guys a mile away. Um, but at the same time, later in the episode, it seemed like he was the first time where he wasn't ahead of the game. It seemed like he was kind of in a place where he didn't know what to do. I mean, they sort of had a meeting and they're like, oh, guys, like, I don't know. We need a suicide note. This, yeah. is, this is not good. Um, also, he was sort of thrown by what, what Terry English said back to him. You know, if if it does go the other way, he's going to look pretty bad, siding with the losing team. Yeah, and he, he looked very surprised, which was surprising to me, because you work for Eric Blunt, <laughs> and he's freaking crazy. Um, wouldn't you know that? You know, if he goes down, his whole team is going down. Because you know that everybody was hiding something. Everybody was trying to, you know, defend them. And it really surprised me that he, he he was upset about that. You know, instead of, like, owning it, like, I have nothing to worry about. Right. He was like, it affected him. That's a very good point. I was, that sort of is surprising. I mean, you'd think going into business with someone like that, you'd weigh the, the pros and cons. And it seems sort of obvious, everything that, that Terry was saying, you know, like, if this goes bad, you're going down with the ship. And it, it seems like for someone that's as good as Salter, he would have definitely thought about that stuff. Yeah. I, I think just, he's... Go ahead. No, go ahead. He's finally realizing, I think. You know, he never thought, oh, n- never get caught. Nothing will go wrong. And now I think he's almost seen the end of the road and he could go either way. And he's starting to get worried. I feel like, go- going with what you guys are saying, I just think that this group of people is not the right group of people to be around necessarily. And I, I feel like nobody knows the truth about everything. And however this relationship started between all of the people that are working in some way with Eric Blunt, in some way, shape, or form. But it's like everybody has maybe pulled in somebody. It's like, oh, you know, Daniels, he's really good. I'm going to pull him in. Or little by little, people start getting pulled in, into this group. But I honestly, what I'm trying to figure out is who knows everything. Because I don't yeah. think everyone knows everyone or knows everything. So it's like, who do, who do you trust amongst that group? And like you just said, it, he was act like, you should be not shocked about the way things are going with somebody like Eric Blunt. The fact that he was surprised and shocked and reacted like that just goes to show that people, even in that inner circle, are left out of stuff. So right. who do you trust? Very good point. No, I I think it, you know, <laughs> yeah. Brush Seriously, off my dust, Let me catch dust that, that off. <laughs> Put it back um, no, I think that's spot on. Um, it seemed. De- I mean, definitely from the defense point of view, there is that we can see that there are people that know stuff. Daniels is is different than the the other lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Salter's got his own thing. I think that it, they're on a very need to know basis. And I think that's also, I mean, in, in this episode at least, mirrored with the DA's office, mm-hmm. with the, the note. You know, it is sort of a need-to-know basis where they are playing things closer to the chest, letting only certain people in and not leaking anything, which seems like it could be a pretty good strategy for everybody concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting that they're sort of 
honing in on on things and and keeping it close, keeping yeah. secrets. Very yeah. interesting stuff. Um, it's just interesting both ways because it's if there is a reason to keep it a secret, like why it begs the question: mm-hmm. Is there dirt somewhere? You know, is like who knows the most? Like who if one person just knows a piece of something, there has to be someone who has all the pieces, I feel like. Who maybe, or maybe they planned it like that. You know, specifically certain people are, you know, their job is a specific thing. And this other person, their job is this. You know, and, and what, what I mean by job is what they know. Right. 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 They're, they're part in this bigger thing. Exactly. I mean, one of the things that ha- they mentioned in the DA's meeting was plausible deniability, mm-hmm. which is such a huge thing. I mean, if, and that's, I feel like the basis for why people are left in the dark is because if there is something going on, they want to keep it as tight as possible. And so it doesn't blow out. I mean, if everybody knew everything, they're, Guaranteed to be leaks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's the safe way for them to, you know, still have everybody involved and helping out in what is going on, but without getting caught. Yeah. If they don't know, they can't accidentally ruin something. Right. They can't accidentally reveal I mean, if it, they don't know. It's a puzzle, right? right? Each, each person has a little piece, and if you put them out together, they have... The whole story, but if you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, you're never going to finish. Exactly. It's interesting. I mean, who? Question for you guys: Who do you think knows the most? Who okay. Knows the most pieces? You know what I hate about this? Because if Bobby was here, Bobby would be like, "See, I told you, ponytail." <laughs> of course. Of ponytail. Course. Ponytail for sure. According I to feel Bobby. like okay. Now, see, it, it might lead a little into predictions, but he might be the person that knows everything. And he, he he just sits back and kind of just. We let didn't even see go. him this episode. Did he, he was there, but I don't even know if he spoke. But he was. I saw him. I just don't know if he said anything. Exactly, he was there, but he didn't have any. It was very much so like he was playing a back role. Yeah, where he was there overseeing everything, which obviously supports that. Yes, but it was interesting because he is sort of in the background. Like you don't hear from him. Almost makes me feel like they're right. setting him up for something, yes. something more. Yeah, because he was so. there, so it just makes me think that he might be the mastermind. I don't think he, because Bobby was saying that he killed right. Cindy. Okay, I don't think he did that. I just that we were saying <laughs> yeah. mastermind. Exactly. Yeah, he's you the know? brain behind. He it. might be the brains over everybody. I know Bobby's yeah, gonna be Bobby. <laughs> he gets some satisfaction. Seriously, not yeah. no, not we're all. We're agreeing with you for a once. little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is sort of setting... I mean, I feel like we definitely nailed some of our predictions that w- w- did come true. Mm-hmm. I mean, there we saw the dirt that was, you know, in the foreshadowing. But now that the story sort of evolved and there has to be some type of overarching idea, I feel like each thing that we saw was the pieces being assembled. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And they're still assembling. Exactly. I mean, now they brought this, um, not necessarily a new character, but Ivana, the, the CTO, yes. CEO, or acting CEO right. of the company, had a, had a much bigger role this episode. Yeah, she did. Ivana West. She is crazy. Yeah. Cray she's, cray. she's a little creepy. Creepy. Yeah, not just crazy. She's like in a, a creepy, just like very sexually creepy, if that's even possible. 
an ex- something that yeah, exists. JB, so do you know how to be sexually creepy? Yeah. Uh, show Marina. <laughs> just, well, that's, uh, yeah, never mind. Just exhibit A. <laughs> um, very strange. I mean, they, they, Hilde mentioned it. She's like, why is she sitting like that? Yeah. That's yeah. so weird. Um, probably not even very comfortable. No. But, you know, she was sitting like that. She did it again when Terry came in. And she kept putting she her this, head like, against the, the wall. And yeah, it was so and, weird. And how she started talking. She, like, changed, you know, how she yeah. was in the office, how she was speaking. She was speaking very professionally, you know, as a CEO and CTO of the company. And then, out of nowhere, it was like, boom, let me be this weird person. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could not get a read on her. She was... Like, all, I'm not saying anything, to, like, slam down on the desk, and then, like, all of a sudden was, like, super sensual with Terry. I was like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. She is, like, a chameleon snake person. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. it. Yeah, I agree. I was, I, I couldn't tell what exactly she wanted, what she was trying to get out of that whole situation, because I honestly was shocked when she started speaking. When she told Terry what he wanted to hear, because it seemed as though she was so adamant. No, get yeah. me a lawyer. Give me a lawyer. You're invi- you're violating my rights. Like I know all this, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Okay, let me just become creepy and flirt with you and tell you what I did." Yeah, it was very strange. You know, she went from being like the very smart girl, like they said, she's mm-hmm. a very smart girl. She's not gonna say anything. She then out of nowhere, boom! Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'll flirt with you, and I'll tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, I'm just complete 180 from like saying nothing to complete confessional in five minutes. Yeah, almost like a little cuckoo in the head, right? Like bipolar somehow. I mean, not. Yeah, I mean, absolutely creepy. I mean, we talked about her sort of in previous episodes, like maybe she has some motives. Like it seems like she really likes Eric, maybe a little too much. Could be like a jealous thing. So again, I mean, she's definitely another suspect. Um, it's interesting to see. Uh, it's almost too much. We've seen everybody that we've kind of predicted come forth with almost too much story and mm-hmm. like connection to everything. It seems like it's just another piece. Almost. It's again, we're only in episode seven. I feel like it, again, it's almost too easy mm-hmm. that she would be the mastermind, right? No. for the for this and. I mean, she had that little teaser at the end, like, oh, do you want to know about Cindy's murder? Seems a little easy. Oh, um, yeah. You know, if Terry had said yes, you know, would she have confessed to that? And why did he say no? I was confused. I think he didn't want to hear that it was her and that it wasn't Eric. Right. He, You know, I, I don't think they want to know that it's anybody else besides Eric. Oh, but that, that's not good, you know, detective work. They're trying to make somebody guilty. Exactly. Well, I mean, the whole job for the defense is to make the jury believe that there's reasonable doubt. They don't have to prove that he's completely innocent, just that something else could have happened. So if they, they obviously are recording that um, confessional, probably not going to use it. But if that ever got out, that's your reasonable doubt right there. So I feel like. But again, maybe, just maybe she's so crazy and like obsessed with Eric that she would go to jail just so he didn't have to, like the Absolutely. drug, like the drug de- dealer guy that went to jail for the murder of um, Eric's dad. Oh, 
Um, yes. Um, Swaggy. That's not who it is. I just call him that. I call him Swaggy Pete. Uh, that's that's a Lakers player. I don't even know what I'm... Yeah. <laughs> Skinny Pete is the character <laughs> yeah. you played. Yeah. I'm talking about Nick Bad. Young over here. Sorry, my bad. Um, I do not recall his name in this Chris. show. I think it's Chris. Uh, it was a very, it was a very, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I know, but it was, I remember it was a very like generic, it wasn't yeah. anything, you know, crazy, but I think his name was Chris. Yeah, exactly like that, how he confessed to Terry. Yeah, she could have done that. Yeah, she could have, but I also don't think they trust her, one, and I, I so don't. Maybe that's why he didn't want her to say anything, because oh, yeah. if they're filming and she just said that just to save Eric from what is going on, then, you know, they would have to, you know, put her in jail. Instead yeah. of Eric, and knew it have been like a false, um, what is it called? Um, like false wrongfully accused. Yes, yeah, she would be wrongly accused. But again, she admitted earlier. She was like, "Yes, I would have killed the guy." You know, like I, I want to keep Eric out of jail. Mm-hmm. You know, she said that. She's like, "I rolled the no because then this would all end and everything would be back to normal." Yeah. So why, you know, maybe she would say that she killed Cindy, even if she didn't. Very interesting. Perhaps she shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Probably not. Probably. But well, we've already decided she's cray. She's cray, cray. yeah, so. to the max. Yeah. It's extreme. It's a situation. Yeah. Um. But then, okay. So then they put Hildy on the stand, mm-hmm. and she, I thought, pretty did pretty well against Daniels, oh, who's yeah. super hardcore. I mean, he yeah. was throwing some zingers, and she just batted him away. She didn't break oh, yeah. at all. Yeah, and the way she was answering it, she was so, like, so stern, so calm, and no matter what Daniel said, it, it almost was, she was almost so un, unaffected by it, when everyone else has been affected by Daniel's in Yeah, some they way. get upset, they, you yeah. can see the facial expressions changing. Yeah, she was so, she she held her own, good job. Yeah. <laughs> good girl no, power. I was very impressed, I mean... Yeah. We've seen her sort of unravel mm-hmm. a bit in previous episodes. It was great to see her keep her cool. I mean, Daniel was like, yeah, like throughout the killing, um, why she was there, you know, um, everything with the lawsuit afterwards. Right. And she was able to recover from those beautifully. I was so impressed. I mean, I think for the prosecution, she was an expert witness. Oh, I agree. I was very worried when he brought up the D-Hop's stepfather and all that and how he said don't you think that's i I don't remember if daniel said um irresponsible or not he used a negative word in her judgment Mm -hmm. that's what he called her out on and she's she said something along the lines of i say it's smart police work yeah and then daniel's just had nothing to say no argument so i i was a little worried because like you said we've seen her kind of go up and down we've seen her be a little crazy we've seen it all and they he hit her he tried to hit her where it hurt, bringing up Eric Blunt, bringing up D Hop, the lawsuit, and it didn't work. It did not work. Nope. She's yeah, just unfazed. Mm-hmm. In your face. Drops my. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> just beat it, Daniels. What she up? She shouldn't have funny it. with that be. I'm gonna t- and she'd be like, yeah. Kathleen Robertson, I'm gonna tweet you after this. But you just <laughs> drop Mike on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty good stuff. She basically. Killed his case. I mean, he oh, yeah. was stopped dead in his tracks. They, you know, had to regroup basically after that. Um, and now that the note seems like it's never going to see the light of day, English pretty much made sure of that with mm-hmm. the fire extinguisher. 
and um, the DA Jackie admitted on, on TV that there wasn't a note. So again, it seems interesting because Daniels didn't seem to know about the note, um, even though again, it's, it's given he's on Eric's side, it seems like he must be kept in the dark about that. So clearly not, or I mean, not clearly. I guess it seems like he mm-hmm. is not the mastermind. Who Daniels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't or, think, yeah. um, not. I mean, not even just not the mastermind. Not involved that deeply. Like ponytail. Exactly. Like ponytail. Darn you. It's Bob. like <laughs> it's one of those things with him. I feel like in the back of his mind, he know it's happening, and you know who really is doing things. But as long as he doesn't know. He doesn't have to, you know, exactly. right? Plausible deniability. Yeah. If you don't know it, you know, he's like, I don't care what you guys are doing behind me. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you don't tell me, I'm okay. Definitely. Because then I can play with it. That's true. As long as he doesn't, you're right. I didn't even think about that, that he might know, but it's never been confirmed. Nobody's told him, hey, right. this is what we're doing. Yeah, it's the same thing with Eric, <laughs> right? Bullet points, Daniel. This, this is, this so is we where killed we her. In the map. Yeah. We've killed him. <laughs> yeah. And next. Pulls out, pulls out some charts. Exactly. <laughs> Bar graph. PowerPoint. Yeah, I don't think he has that going <laughs> no. for him. But, uh, Probably he, but not. Yeah, it makes me think, because why? First thing when he met Eric, he said, you do not tell me if you killed her or not. Right? That's true. So I feel like he he's the same way with everything else that is going on and around him. He's just like... Yeah, I mean, he was brought in pretty late in the game anyway, so yeah. it would be a huge surprise if he was deeply involved right. more so than just being a lawyer because, I mean, he obviously quit the case for a while. He seems clean for all conversations. Clean. <laughs> yes. If anyone is clean, Yeah, exactly. But I think it, for that group, he's clean. Well, yeah, let's talk about who is not clean in predictions. Yes. Oh, should we do news? Or do, oh, uh, do you guys have I news? got news. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> All right. So Tay Diggs did an interview. He was on E! And they interviewed him about a couple things. One, he's really happy with his girlfriend that he has. But what I found interesting is he's starting a new show. Not I, I, I don't know how much detail he's giving out just yet, but... He's starting a new show called Single Urban Dads. He says, quote, going through the separation, I'm realizing all of the adventures that I've been going through, and I thought that this would make a really good television program. If you followed a bunch of other single fathers in an urban setting, and we were able to kind of take a peek into their lives and see what goes on into being a father, being solo, having a career, trying to have a dating life, dealing with baby mamas, nannies, and sitters, and schedules. Sounds that's, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty busy. Right? Yeah. And I, I think he, he said that he got this idea because of his whole, you know, yeah. personal experience now that what he's going through. And I know his current girlfriend has two kids on her own, so he, he's probably trying to balance everything. And he said in the interview that he doesn't feel that there's anything on television like this. I was just going to so. say that, you know, we hear a lot about single moms. And uh, but we don't really hear about the single, single dads, dads out there. Yeah. So single urban dads. Nice, yeah. Go well, like, single urban dads. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do the post show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Right? Interesting. I, I wonder what happened. I mean, we haven't heard anything about um, you know ongoing seasons of Murder in the First. Obviously, the first season is this one case. 
But it could be, um, you know, the same situation as True Detective, where they just switch out everything about the show and just sort of keep the True Detective format. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I'm thoroughly enjoying. I hope they do pick up for a second season, even if it has nothing to do with Eric Blunt. Right. I just, you know, it's been... It's been enjoyable. It's been good. Yeah, it I almost prefer nice. that it is something completely oh, new yeah, and fresh. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm with you. Know, you. Kind of like 24th. It's like the same thing, but always like <laughs> exactly, a story. The worst week ever. <laughs> <laughs> Except Again, you must week. be very tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of really bad weeks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep up. A lot of coffee. But, yeah, cool. Well, we'll see what else we hear about this new show that he's he's going to do. It should be interesting yeah. to see. Is it a reality show or is it a? Um, I'm not sure. I I don't I I don't think he just he said much more than that. Okay. I think he's probably putting it into development. I assume he's probably going to be like producing it. He's probably going to be in it. He's probably taking this by the horns and being like, "This is my baby. I am going to develop it." You know, which is something I feel like a lot of actors, after being in so many things, start to kind of venture out into more behind the scenes and writing and all right. that. So I, I feel like this is his baby and his he's yeah. he's, That's great. I mean, he's congrats, putting the seed. Congrats yeah, today. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We Please will. come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um but yeah, speaking of the show, yeah. let's guess what's gonna happen. Oh prediction time. Dun 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 and now you're after Buzz T V all right, I'm gonna go with go my spider webs. Kind of, I kind of said a little bit. I feel like that there's a lot of puzzles, a lot of pieces, a lot of uh, to all this. I do think Ponytail might be the mastermind of all that, and we're gonna see more of that. But I have a really big prediction. Uh-uh. I say Ivana, Ivana, whatever her name is, will turn up dead. Ooh. Because um, she should have never told them that she wrote that note. Never. I'm sorry. You sh- you just messed up. If you are part of this circle, you're trying to help Eric Blunt, you should not have said after you argued for your darn attorney, how could you just all of a sudden tell them that you wrote that note? That, to me, shows that she cannot be trusted and she could reveal valuable information at any given moment based on whoever, you know, is trying to charm her. So people are turning up dead. That could be affecting Eric Blunt. She, I think, affected Eric Blunt. Whether she turns up dead next this episode or next episode, but I say she turns up dead. And you know, it would be somebody in his own team. Which exactly. maybe would take away some of the, like, mm-hmm. you did it. Right. I don't know. Because they were so close. Yeah. But I, I just think she she threw them under the bus. Interesting. Do you um do you think that she killed Mark Strauss or do you think he actually committed suicide? She just wrote the note. Um, I believe her. I believe that she wanted to and that it just kinda happened where he was so drunk and Mark Strauss is, is so Crazy. unstable. Exactly. So that story is not not believable. Right. You know, like when she said it I was like, Oh, okay, that's Cool. Why are you telling them? <laughs> that was more right, of yeah, what I was going blood. through. Yeah. Why are Sounds you telling them? Sounds like the truth. Why? But why? Wait, um, where's your lawyer? Like, all of that. So I just think she, she threw them under the bus, and she's going to learn the hard way. Interesting. Right. Very good prediction. Yeah. I don't have much today, guys. I do think 
that ponytail is <laughs> what is his name first of all We've been calling him ponytail the whole season. Uh, if, uh, I do not. Know. If you have a ponytail, we still Mr. like you. Ponytail. Mr. So, Mr. Mr. Ponytail is a mastermind behind everything that is going on. Um, I do still think that Bill was the one who killed Cindy. You know, I think Word. Ponytail kind of ordered him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was the one who maybe pushed her down the stairs. So I'll stick to that. And I think that's all I am. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I agree with you guys. I think Ponytail is <laughs> the mastermind. I don't think he gets his hands dirty by, like, physically pushing people down the stairs Agreed. or killing people. But I think, I mean, he's mentioned before he's the cleaner. We can see him in every mm-hmm. scenario, so he has to be kind of the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically with the divorce, um, the deposition between Bill and his wife, mm-hmm. he was the only one besides that lawyer or her lawyer that mm-hmm. we've never seen again that knew about him striking his wife. Right. And for Daniels to bring that up in court, they must he must have told him. Yeah. So I feel like he's the one that sort of giving the puzzle pieces to everybody deciding who knows what mm-hmm. right. yeah i'm totally Absolutely. i'm totally with that and i i feel he and eric have the longest relationship right that's kind of how you i've understood the show to be so he's the person i think is like bringing these other people like i bet you he probably hired bill as his pilot like it, you know I, I just these are all people that i bet he brought into eric's life right so ponytail Ponytail, ponytail is looking way. looking guilty. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, I will say this: there's something that bugs me about the DA. You're gonna say? I thought you were gonna say something that bugs me about ponytails. I'll be like, right? <laughs> that too. But I don't know. From the beginning, there's something that I don't like about her. I don't know why. So I'm not gonna make a prediction. But there's something I don't like about her. I was. I'm with you. But I thought it was like a girl thing. I thought I was just like, mm, mm, I don't like her. <laughs> but if she, if you think that too, I feel like she. No. There's something. That seems Sketchy. yes about her, yes. You know, she's never super into anything. She just, she'll just talk a little bit, and does, she does the media stuff, but she's never happy with anything that's going on. And I don't know, she's yeah. Maybe that's just I don't part like of her, her job. Yeah, we don't. Know. <laughs> we don't. We'll just see. Just hating, just hating. We hate. Um, they see me hate. Yeah, where can they find you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rina Brazil. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. Great. Well, you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time. Woo. Thanks for we watching. We will see you guys later. Yay. <laughs> the girls. Yay. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 